Good morning, everybody. This is Vicki. Hello. It's a wonderful day. It is November 19th, 2020. And as you can tell, I'm in a really good mood. Um, I got some decent sleep last night, which was amazing. Um, this morning, I want to talk to you about a few things the Lord's been been talking to me about. And uh, and hopefully, if this video blesses you, you will share it with people. If you want to subscribe and uh, like the video or anything like that, please do. I would love to have your comments. I'd love to hear how the Lord's talking to you, or if you have any prayer requests, any concerns, thoughts that you want to share with not just me, but with anyone that reads the uh, comments and the, watches the video, then please post them below. I'm, I'm always delighted to hear from people. And um, let's see, uh, let's see what was what else was I gonna say? I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on in my head right now that that uh, I want to share with you, and I have to be careful because I get so much stuff going that it's like, wow, I'm not sure where to start. So I am gonna start with prayer. Father, thank you so much for this day again. It is amazing, Lord God. You have given us such a beautiful day, and Father, I pray for everyone who's watching the video, and not just the ones watching the video, but those in the body of Christ, those that you're calling. I pray for all of us, the reminder to look up. Our salvation draws near. You are our Father, our God, our Creator. You are the one who made everything. You deserve all glory and honor and praise. You deserve to be loved. And that means you deserve to be obeyed. We thank you so much for everything you're doing, Father. I ask you to bless my words in this video to be the words that you want me to speak and not just something that just, I don't want to be rambling, Lord God. So I ask you to help order my thoughts and uh, to bless the people that are watching and listening. Father, you're amazing. There's nobody like you in all the earth. We love you, Lord. We thank you so much and praise you for the gifts you've given us of your son and of your spirit. We look forward to the day that we will be able to be face-to-face uh, -face with you. And Father, we may not even be face-to-face. -face. We may just be flat on our faces, which is fine with me. We just want to be with you, God. So have your way in all things we pray in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Okay, you guys, so let me just start with uh, this first topic, which is this morning, I, I'm, I think I've told you before, I live in the Midwest in the United States, and the wind today is really, really strong. And I love it when the wind's really blowing because I hear a lot of things when the wind's blowing. I just, I worship the Lord in that time in my spirit. I'm just rejoicing and, and thanking Him and praising Him and enjoying what he's put around us. We can look at all of the hard things that are going on. We can look at all of the bad things that are going on. We can look at the confusion and the deception and the destruction. We can look at the anger and the hate. We can look at all of the wickedness and we will just be overrun. That is not where God wants our focus. And I know I've talked about this in other videos, but it's the truth. He wants our focus on him so that he can direct our paths so that we're, you know, we're really following, listening, obeying, uh, acknowledging him in all things, leaning on him and not on the things we hear and see in this world, because this world is going to pass away. So this morning, um, I was listening to the wind and I still, I opened, I can't even believe it's November 19th and I've got windows open in the house because it's, it's that nice outside. And I praise God even for that, just to have a day where the weather's nice like this and when it's been, it got really cold here recently. But anyway, 
as I was sitting in the in the living room a while ago, listening to the wind with the window open and just watching the watching everything just blow like crazy. The Lord said, everything is in the wind. And when he said it, I could see, I could see, you know, we see that there's dust in the wind. There's, uh, and you know, leaves blow around in the wind and, and all this. But what the Lord was saying was a spiritual matter. There is everything in the wind. And then he reminded me of the scripture where it says the wind blows wherever it will. And then he reminded me of the scripture that says, Holy Spirit, He's like, he's going through all the earth and, you know, searching for those who will follow, who are the sons of God. He's, he's just reminding me about how there's the, all of the good that is in the wind, which is him. But then there's all of the yuck, the nasty, yucky stuff, the dirt and, and all of that that's in the wind as well. And discerning what the wind is, is a really big deal. You know, it's not just about the wind blowing outside. I'm talking about how discerning whether what's blowing your way is from God or not. Um, oh, thank you, Lord. I had a dream last night that uh, I'm still I'm still waiting on some of the interpretation, uh, but this much, I will share this much of it with you. I was in a house of... Uh, some friends of mine. And I had gone into the house and they didn't even know I was there. Now, I think that that means, uh, I think that that is about prayer because I had gone in to, to get some things that were mine that I needed to bring out. And there were just, I, I don't even know what all of that is just yet, but I had gone into this house and the people that, that own the house, the family, were they were back behind they had left the front door unlocked and I'd gone in and they and they were still it was still nighttime and they were in bed but I knew they were going to get up really soon and I knew that the mom was already up she was already awake and uh she came out and saw me out there and she was kind of surprised that I was there in a way she was kind of surprised that I was there but the ones that I was really concerned about in the dream were the father the husband and uh, not so much about the children, kind of about the children, but not so much as I was about the father or the husband. And I went about trying to get things that, that do the things that I was there to do. And suddenly there was a, a being that I could see off over walking. I saw movement um, out of the corner of my eye and the house was still kind of dark, but it was light enough that I could see in it. And I saw movement and I realized I was looking at something that was really very tall. And uh, I knew it wasn't a family member. I wasn't sure what I was looking at. And so uh, I, I drew just a little bit closer trying to figure out what I was looking at. And then I realized this thing was like a, what you would see in a, um, I don't want to say a space movie, but it's sort of like that. Um, it was t really tall and really long legs and really tall. And uh, it had, and its appearance was like some kind of an alien thing. And it wasn't looking at me. It was walking along the wall, trying to be kind of, I don't want to say invisible, but sort of like that, just unnoticeable but it was there. It was most definitely there. And it had no business being in the house, but it wasn't planning on leaving. And I knew that it had been there a very long time. And when I realized what it was, I went over to it to rebuke it, to try to command it to go in the name of Yeshua Messiah. 
and it wouldn't leave. And, um, and then there were other parts of the dream, but I'm going to stop there because this is the part the Lord's having me talk about in relation to the wind and all of the different things he's, he's got in this video today, which I don't even know what they are yet. <laughs> but anyhow, so the thing that I understand about that is that the Lord was telling me, he was showing me that in that family, because this is a family that loves the Lord and, um, and they've had a lot of struggles like everybody, they've had a lot of struggles, but, uh, this was, the Lord told me this was a familiar spirit, a spirit that had been there a very long time. And I wasn't able to cast this thing out because I wasn't the one that was giving it permission to stay. And so, uh, so anyway, I, I'm just, he, you know, when I think about how he's saying in the dream and he's showing even this morning talking to me about in the wind, how there are things in our lives that we think are okay, or there are things in our lives we don't even know that shouldn't be in our lives because they've been there such a long time and we're so used to them that we don't really notice them. They don't, they're not on our radar because we've lived with them for such a long time. So they're normal and they don't bother us. We, you know, we just, we're not even really aware that they're there. And I feel like this is what the Lord's saying about the wind this morning, that it's blowing and it's blowing from so many different directions. And while there are parts of it that we love that are beautiful, there's also dirt out there that's blowing around. And, and I'm, again, I'm not talking about politics. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about anything on a physical level. I'm talking about things on a spiritual level, that there are so many things that are dirty that we don't necessarily recognize unless the Lord opens the eyes of our spirit to be able to see that. So if if there's something that I would encourage you to do this morning, and I feel like this is what the Lord's encouraging all of us to do, is to examine your life, seriously examine your life and, and go to him and ask him, Father, what do I, what, is there something I've allowed or I'm still allowing in my life or something that's there I'm not even aware of that is not supposed to be in my spiritual house that I have, that I'm just kind of ignoring. Um, somebody said to me recently, I was talking to this person about repentance and, um, and we have differing views about how, how God wants us to be. I know that there are people who think, well, God just wants us to basically, I'm not saying this person does, but God basically just wants us to say, we're sorry for our sins. Please forgive us. And I accept Jesus as Lord and savior. And then boom, I'm done. I'm in the kingdom. Um, and then there are people on the other end of the spectrum, which is where I Feel like I live that says that say um, God has called us to repentance and it is not a uh, it's not a say the prayer and you're done and try to live a decent life kind of a thing it is a it is a total yielding a total surrender to him and that's an ongoing work in us every single day because we're all tempted every single day because we all have something that's happened in our lives whether we realize it or not or whether we even want to believe it or not that has maybe allowed things into our lives and we've grown comfortable with those things thinking that they're okay but they're really not okay and they shouldn't be in our lives but unless okay so staying in that sorry I started I do this all the time. I know you guys, thank you so much for hanging on because sometimes it feels like I go down rabbit trails, but it's because the Lord put so much stuff in there that, uh, 
just kind of trying to get it out. I, I, it's like I can't even talk fast enough. Okay. So then the people on that end of the, that end of the scale or that end of the spectrum say, Father, I want to yield every part of who I am to you. I want to walk in obedient obedience to you because you told me that's how I show you I love you. And it isn't just because that's what you said, Lord. It's because I really do love you. And I want you to know that. I know that you're God. I know that there is no decision you'll ever make that's not the right decision to be made. It doesn't even matter what the decision is. You're God and you're always right. And, and I want to submit to that in every circumstance. And so please continue to work with me. I, I believe that you will, Father, because that's such a strong desire in my heart. That's like my whole heart is to please God. So, so you have people that say, well, okay, repent one time. That's it. You know, and I'm, I am doing extremes and, and, it's because the Lord's trying to get his people to wake up to realize where, what is really important to us. What is truly our heart? Where do, where do we really live in a relationship with him? So you got the people on one side that are saying, well, okay, Jesus, you can be my Lord and my savior. And, uh, and please forgive me for my sins. And, uh, I know I'm a sinner and then boom, I'm, I'm, I'm in the kingdom. And then you have people on the other side that are saying, Father, you want everything. You want all of me, all of me. And I want to give you all of me. So help me every day. See where I need to repent. See what I'm holding on to that I don't even know I'm holding on to. Because, you know, it's a little bit scary, Father, when I read the scriptures that say, you'll try and try and try to get us to turn. But after a while, you just give us over to a reprobate mind. And I, and I, and you'll just, you know, you'll sear our conscience. We'll get to the point where we just don't even, where our sin doesn't even matter to us anymore. We just think it's okay. And that you'll understand and you'll, you'll let us into your kingdom anyway. But you know, in the midst of all of that, I just said, is what God had to say. What Yeshua said when he came and walked the earth. He said, if you love me, you will obey me. Is what the Lord said. And he said, if you want to be my followers, then you have to lay down your life. You have to take up your cross daily and follow me. So every day we have decisions to make. Uh, none of us have arrived yet. We're all still on this journey. I don't think we arrive until we've died and we're with him through eternity. That's when we arrive. Until that time, it is a daily working out our salvation with fear and trembling before the Lord. It's a daily examining ourselves and saying, where am I in this walk with you, Lord? Have I, is there something I'm doing that's displeasing to you or something that you, you are trying to show me that I'm, I'm just not paying attention? Help me. Like the, like the uh, being in that dream I had last night who was in that house and he, you know, he finally, he looked at me, but he was not at all intimidated by me. None of, none of the casting out I was trying to do was going to drive him away because he was there by permission. So, so when we look at our loved ones and we want to try to shake them into repenting and all of that, we have to realize that people have got to make their own choices. And I think this is one of the hardest things for people in the body of Christ who really, you know, are really seeking God. And it's one of the hardest things for us to come to the understanding of is that all of those people that we love or all those people we're concerned about, whether we know them or not, if they're out there, whoever they are that we're praying for, we've, 
We've got to get to the point where we realize people absolutely are going to make their own decisions. We can love them to death. We can preach them to death. We can <laughs> encourage and reprimand and we can do all different kinds of things. But you guys, it's only Holy Spirit that draws. And even when Holy Spirit draws us to to come to the Father, we still have to make that decision. Are we going to say yes? And if God keeps tapping us on the shoulder about a particular sin in our life, uh, if he keeps doing that and we keep pushing him away, there is going to come a time, and this is the part I was saying is scary to me, there will come a time when the Lord will go, okay, fine, you've made your decision. And our 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 uh, conscience will be seared. We will. It'll just be we just won't even care anymore. We will not care anymore. It's a hard thing to every day until you get to the place where it's the most important thing to you to honor and love God with all your being. It is a hard thing every single day to say no to your own flesh and yes to him. But that's the call. That's what he wants from all of us. I know there are people that come and watch my videos or people that listen to other people that preach or talk about the Lord, and they're only willing to go so far. And so they're turned off when they hear people say, well, no, you have to give everything. God wants everything. He doesn't just want a little it. Somebody said to me recently, because we were talking about this whole thing about surrender and repentance. Repentance was the topic. And I said, you know, God, we have to, God wants us to repent. It's not a thing where we can just say, well, you know, I said that back there and I don't need to keep saying that. It isn't like that at all. Um, and so the question was put to me by this, this person, well, you can, how, uh, how far do you have to go? You know, how far do you have to go in repentance? Well, I mean, you know, you repented of all these things. How, well, how, just how far do you have to go? And the answer is to me so incredibly obvious. You have to go all the way. You have to go all the way. It's not a, it's not a, uh, it's not a, well, I'm going to repent for this much stuff, but I'm not going to change my ways and, and repent in these other areas because I like these other areas. If that's the case, you're not dying to yourself. You haven't, you haven't laid your, you haven't taken up your cross and followed Yeshua because the end of the cross following, taking up the cross and following is death. So he's talking about dying to yourself, dying to your own lust, dying to your own desires and saying yes to him in every circumstance, getting to the point, And it takes time. It's not an easy thing to do. Getting to the point where you say, I don't care what I want. I want what you want. You take over this body. You have your way, Lord. You do what you want to do. I am here to honor you, to serve you, to love you with all all of my heart, mind, and strength. That's what you said you want. And that's what I want to do. So when somebody says, and, and you guys evaluate this in your own minds, the Lord says to search our own hearts, evaluate this in your own minds. Is there a place in my life where I'm saying no to God? And is my repentance only to this point? And then after that, I'm going, well, no, you can have all this, God. I already gave you this. I told you I would let Jesus be my Lord and Savior. But, and I asked you to forgive me for my sins and I accepted him, but that's enough. I'm not going to go and I'll try to live a decent life, but I'm not going to go to the place of absolute sacrifice. I don't want you touching these areas in my life. I'm going to let that demon thing, that, that alien demon, whatever that thing was in the dream I had last night, I'm going to let that stay in my life because I enjoy the things I'm doing that you don't want me to do. And I don't want to quit. I want to save my own life. I don't want to lose my life.
I'm really passionate about passionate about this. I guess you can probably tell because there is nobody there is nobody that's going to stand before the throne of God for you but Yeshua, the Messiah. And he is the one who gave his life for you. He's the one that said, I will die for you. You're not even born yet, and I'll die for you because I want to obey my father because I love him that much, and I love you that much, and I want you with me in my kingdom throughout eternity because I have plans on the other side of this short life you're living. I have plans for you, but you you must come into agreement with me. You know, there's scripture where the Lord says, and it's in the book of John, I think it's either the 14th or 15th chapter where he talks about remaining in him, where Yeshua says, if you'll, I'm the vine. Here's what he said. He said, I'm the vine, you're the branches. If you remain in me, then I will remain in you. My father and I will come and we'll make our home with you and we will be with you, we'll be in you, but you have to remain in me. So, so I hear him saying to us, you can't just one time decide, okay, well, you'll be my, I'll make you my Lord and Savior, and I, I believe Jesus is the Son of God, and so um, I'm sorry, and please forgive me. That's not, I'm going to compare it now because this is what Holy Spirit's saying, Com compare it to a marriage. I'm going to compare it to a marriage again, and I love this illustration because the Lord's given it to me for so many years, and it is a perfect way to... Uh, explain how what what it is the Lord wants us to really look at the relationship we have with him to look at it like not you know not some kind of a he doesn't want us to be confused about this it's really very easy we're going to use a man and a woman standing at the altar they're going to get married they've decided they are going to love honor and cherish one another for the rest of their lives but the problem is and, and let's say that the man, we'll, we'll say the man is completely dedicated. The husband is completely dedicated to his wife. He is willing to walk away from every other woman, from all of the running around that he's done before he ever met her. He's willing to walk away from all that and give his life to her, to lay down his life in service to his, his wife to be a servant to her, to love, to honor, to cherish. He means his vows and he keeps them. But now let's look at the wife. She's been running around for years too before she met this guy, her husband. And she still has some boyfriends out there that she doesn't want to let go of. Men she still wants to go sleep with once in a while. Dates she still wants to go have. Uh, she still has things to do that, or thinks that she has things to do that, He's just asking a little bit too much of her. He doesn't want her to completely repent or change from that lifestyle and turn totally to him. She, she wants to be married to him, but at the same time have all of the fun she still thought she was having when she was out in the world. Basically, she wants to marry him and commit adultery like forever. Well, the Lord talks about in scripture, he talks about how many times Israel, he would compare her to a husband and wife, how Israel would be, and he would talk about how she was adulterous. She was playing the harlot. Uh, she was like a prostitute. She's just going out and sleeping around. And that's what he's talking about. He's talking, and she would be, uh, you know, she had all these other idols and all these other gods that she was serving. She's trying to hold on to him over here, but she still wants to have her way over here. And it's like the wife and the husband in the, in the illustration the Lord just had me give you. It's the same concept. We, when we say yes to him, 
This is how far repentance needs to go. When we say yes to him, the answer is yes in every area. I will lay down everything I have done to come to you, to have you be my husband. I will no longer look for a husband or a lover out there. I won't hold on to the sin. I won't turn to other gods. I won't have idols that I prefer above you, including myself including myself. I won't have that. I will follow you. I will love you. I will lay my life down for you. I'll meet you at that altar, Lord, and I'll do whatever you want me to do to be all and only yours. That is how far the Lord wants repentance to go. He doesn't want us walking around in our lives with shadowy things walking along the wall like that dream I had last night where we are still allowing things that are not him to be in our lives because we're comfortable with them. So it's an examining of ourselves every single day. Father, show me, is there something I need to see, Father? Clean me up, forgive me, help me, help me see what I need to see so that I can walk with you fully. You know, all of the things that we hold on to that he wants us to let go of, all they do is stand in front of, well, that's not all they do, but they stand in front of our relationship with him. They are dividing things that keep us from be being able to hear him clearly. And all of the things, and the, some of the other things they do are, they interfere with whatever it is God has for us to do in this life. Because, sorry, I'm having an itchy nose again. I don't know why. Every time I make a video, my nose starts itching. <laughs> They interfere with what the Lord wants to do in and through us in the lives of other people because they're not supposed to be there. They're not supposed to be there. They're sin. They're unrepented of sin. There are things that they just, you know, let me just say it like this. If you have something in your life or I have something in my life that I know shouldn't be there and now God has put me in front of someone that he wants me to talk to about him or a, a situation that's going on in someone's life that, you know, they need encouragement and counseling and all this. But I've got kind of that. I've got some kind of a sin back here in my life that's a lot like that. It's real hard for me then to look at the person I'm standing in front of that the Lord wants me to encourage and counsel to repent um, when I'm doing the same thing because then I feel guilty and ashamed and oh gosh, well, I can't really tell you not to do that because I'm doing it. Do you see what I'm, what I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to express hopefully in a way that we all understand that this whole thing about repentance and honestly I did not know that this video was going to be about repentance I knew I was going to do one about that and when I sat down at this at this uh, computer today I had no idea I just felt like well go sit down and make a video and I was like okay Lord but I don't know what I'm going to talk about well this is what I'm talking about apparently this is what God wants me to talk about today I say these things with fear and trembling because in my own life, I'm constantly saying, Father, show me, is there something, is there an area where I am not loving you? And the way I'm not loving you is that I'm still holding on to something I shouldn't be holding on to. I want my repentance to be absolute. Do you want your repentance to be absolute in every way? Do you want to lay down your life? And this is really the question that God is asking his people today. Are you really willing to lay down your life for me? Now, if you're somebody who doesn't know the Lord and you're watching this video and you know, you've kind of wondered if God could possibly want you, let me just tell you right now, the answer is yes. God said he's not willing for anybody to be lost. If you come to him, he will receive you. But let me just say, 
If you're hearing messages out there by people that are saying on that one end of the spectrum, and it's in a lot of preaching that's going on out there, oh, God wants you to just be happy and healthy and wealthy and and just go ahead and live your life. All you got to do is say, yes, Jesus is Lord. Yes, Jesus, you're my Savior. Please forgive me for my sins and say some little sinner's prayer and then you're all done then you're being deceived because a christian walk is not or a walk with jesus christ a walk with yeshua hamashiach is not a a little stroll in the park it is truly what he's looking for is your heart he wants all of you he doesn't just want a piece of you yes he wants to forgive you for your sins yes he wants to deliver you from all of the things that have been going on in your life that have brought you to the point where you're just going i can't i can't even do this anymore i'm just i'm so broken or i'm so messed up or there's got to be something more because i'm so empty well the more is him he is the more. He is the all in all. He's everything you could possibly want. But let me just tell you this right now. He wants all of you and you don't know how to give him all of you, but he knows how to help you do that. You just have to be willing to surrender to him. I, you know, somebody said to me recently, you need to do a video just on uh, the salvation, salvation message. And when I hear that, I go, okay, well, which salvation message? There are so many different ones out there that people think are acceptable. To me, there's only one. Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, the son of the living God came. He was born through a virgin named Mary, never had sex with anybody. Holy Spirit rested on her and put the seed of the living God in her. And, she, and that baby grew up to be Yeshua, Jesus, the Christ, the one who came to pay for your sins and mine, the one who lived a perfect life with absolutely no sin, the one who is now seated at the right hand of God. And he's interceding. That means he's He's talking to Father God about you. He wants you to be with him. He wants to deliver you and to save you. But you, but on, on the other side of that thing, he's looking at you and saying, well, what is it you want? What do you want? Do you want to be free of all of the stuff that you've dealt with all your life? Do you want to be forgiven for your sins? Do you want to be with me? Because if you do, I'll show you how to do it. And I promise you that if you will stay in me, if you'll stay stay if you will come to me all always every day be with me if you'll just make me the most important thing in your life if you will make me your life then i'll direct your paths it's my promise to you i will direct your paths i'll forgive your sins i will cleanse you from all unrighteousness this is what repentance is and you can come and be with me one day in my kingdom this is what repentance is it's a complete laying down of yourself and saying i don't know what this looks like but i'm going to give you all that i am and even if you say to him father i'm lord jesus i'm scared because i don't know how to live this life his word to you is don't even worry about it i'll get you there you walk with me every single day and i'm going to show you amazing things i'm going to take you through hard trials i'm going to teach you what you need to know and that is the remaining in him and then his promises that he will remain in you and he and his father god the one who created you will come to be with you always there is no in my in my world there is no you only repent this much there is the only total 
Only the total sacrifice, the total laying down, the total saying, I am a sinner and I know I'm a sinner and I don't want to be a sinner anymore. I repent, Lord. Please forgive me for my sins. Please receive me as your child. It, Jesus said that if we will do these things, it's given to us to become the children of God. We can become his children. You know, there's more than one uh, father out there. Satan's the father of lies. He's, and his job is, his job, his joy is to destroy you and me. But God, almighty God, Yah, the creator of all things is all powerful, all holy, almighty. Nothing can defeat him. But you and I have to make that decision. Are we going to choose him? Are we going to choose the prince of the air of this world? I talked in the beginning of the video, and I know this one's long. Oh my goodness, I'm over a half an hour already. I hope you've stayed with me. I hope this just fires you up to get back into that place. If you have grown weary, I hope it fires you up to get back to that place where you go, no, I am not sitting down. I'm not going to have familiar spirits in this spiritual house. I am not going to walk around and let anything, uh, any wind blow against me that is full of dirt and receive it. I am going to let the wind of the Holy Spirit blow and have his way. Do what he wants to do that God sends him on assignment to do in my life. Whether it's hard, whether it's easy, whether it's fun, whether it's not, makes no difference. I want to be purified. I want to be holy. I want to be completely sanctified. I want to be so, I want to be consecrated to the Lord God Almighty. I want every day for the rest of my life to honor him and to magnify his name in this earth. You guys, we're coming into a time and we're, no, we're not coming into a time. We're already in a time where the dividing line has already been drawn. The line in the sand's already been drawn. And the Lord showed me the other day, I forgot I had made a, I think I made a video about this. I may just have typed it up. I can't remember and put it out there, but I might've made a video about this, about how Jesus said the line in the sand has been drawn. You have got to decide which side you're going to stand on. You cannot stand in the middle. It's not going to work. You're going to get destroyed you're going to get destroyed. You can't stand in the middle. You have to make up your mind. Whose side are you going to be on? Are you going to walk with the creator of all things, almighty God, who paid an absolutely indescribable price to have you be with him and to be with you throughout eternity? Are you going to walk with him? Are you going to fully repent and give your life to him and say, you know, help me when I fail, help me get back up and keep going, Lord God. That's what grace is all about, to help you until you get to the place where you come to the fullness of that relationship with him in each situation, in each area of your life. He gives his grace and his grace came because of what Jesus did. Or are you going to walk with the one who says, no, no, just go ahead and live your life however you want to. And his his whole goal is to rob you of every good thing that God has for you, to kill you, to destroy all of the, all of the wonderful, beautiful things God wants to do in your life. He comes to rob, kill, and destroy. And it says in scripture, he doesn't come for any other reason. He only comes to rob, kill, and destroy. But God came that you would have life and that you would have eternal life. So the line is drawn in the sand, you guys. Which side are you going to stand on? Do you want to walk with the one who blows dirty wind in your direction? Or do you want to walk with the one whose Holy Spirit wind comes to refresh and renew and, re and strengthen and comfort and teach and exhort and expound to edify all of the words of Father God in you to build you up to be what he created you to be from the very beginning? My prayer for every single one of us is that we will stop thinking 
that any amount of sin is okay because it's not. It's not. No amount of sin is okay with God. He cannot tolerate even the least degree of sin. And that's why he had to send his son because otherwise we would have no hope. I feel like I could talk about this stuff for a long time, but I know that it's, I'm already at 36 minutes and I know some people will only watch a video for two or three minutes to decide whether or not they want to hear the message. That's between them and God. I have peace about that. But if you have stayed with me this long, I want you to know this. The Father has me praying for you every single day, morning and night, and at different times in the day. He has me praying for those who will follow him, for those he's calling, for those he wants that haven't said yes yet, for those that are searching. He's calling you guys, and he's calling me to come to him in absolutely total surrender, repenting of every sin, giving our lives fully over to him, letting go of the things of this world and taking hold of the things that are eternal, the joy, the glory, the everything that's set before us, like Yeshua said, that he went to the cross because of what was set before him. And that meant what's on the other side of this life, what he has coming in the life that after he left this world, the same thing for us. My prayer for all of us every day is that that will be the desire of our hearts, that we will search for God, that we will want him, that we will stay in relationship with him, that he'll heal and deliver and strengthen and encourage and comfort us as for our journey, and that he will bless us to love him so much that we will truly lay down our lives in every area so that so that he can have his way in all of us. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I know this is a long video. I know I keep saying that it's because I don't think I've done one this long and I'm, I don't need to worry about that. I just want to bless you in the name of our Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach. Bless you to walk with him, to have a hunger and a passion in your heart for him that cannot be satisfied with anything less than total surrender to him. And that means total obedience to what he wants because above and beyond everything else, he wants you to love him with all that you are everything that you are and out of the overflow of that love to love all of those around you that he puts around you because he wants us all. God bless you guys. This is Vicki. Thank you so much for watching. I'll talk to you soon. Wow, Lord. Bye for now.